Geeks. Hello and Geeks. welcome to the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White. I like crunchy peanut butter, not smooth. I prefer jumpers and shirts to t-shirts and cardigans, and I don't wear white socks. Joining me today are regular beautiful Rosie Cheek co-hosts. Co-hosts? Co-hosts. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm co-hosts. very tired. Uh, the captive, Nathan Hertz. The woman in gold, Justin Mariconda. Hi. And just friends, Alex on the chart. Thank you. <laughs> we can Ryan. be more than friends. Those are Ryan Reynolds songs. Okay. Oh, oh God. more than friends. Why, um, why, why in Reynolds? Why, why in Reynolds? Why, 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 why in Reynolds? <laughs> I, I think it has to do with his new movie, The I, Poodle. Yeah, The, the Poodle. Uh, the, the Pool. Yeah, The Pool, yeah. The, the Pool. The Poodle. The Poodle. The oh, Poodle. So we've just... Ah. We've uh, just come off of the back. Uh, we spent two months not in the same room together. I mean, you guys see each other a little bit. But I haven't, I haven't seen you guys in two months. Missed you guys. We meet up. What do I do? I throw straight into two back-to-back podcasts. We do yeah. the big quiz, which took quite a while. That was a setup. Went a bit wrong. Went crazy. Ate some, we learned uh, some things. Nate and I <clears throat> both ate uh, ghost pepper. It was... Uh, and I, I also had a, a, a spicy thing called the bomb. We both did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had the, pain the, the ghost endured. pepper nut. Uh yeah, go in Disneyland. Medicine was required and pain wasn't good. It was. Um, that'll be up on Monday. Uh, it should be. It should be up on Monday. Monday. That's our big day. quiz. It's a big special 2015 quiz. It goes on for a while. It's like an hour and three quarters or something. Um, but yeah, we learned some things. This is a regular podcast. We're back. It's a weird day. This is going up on this weekend. But how, how does it feel being back, man? Yeah. Pretty tiring. Right now. <laughs> well, when did you get back? It's the American dream right there. Um, I got back. Well, I was night. in America for a bit, but then we got back to LA uh, Nightfall last. So I had one day to get to like plan all this stuff and uh-huh. the regular stuff I had to do and then thrown into all of this. USA! 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 Guys, guys. What happens there? No, you don't have to do that. What it's okay. They don't understand, Just calm man. down. <laughs> the American <laughs> dream. No, um, <laughs> so this is Geeks, the official podcast of We Are Tessellate. You can follow us on all social medias, We Are Tessellate. And if you're not watching this, you could be. You don't have to, but you could be. We're on YouTube. Uh, just type in We Are Tessellate, type in Geeks. Until we get 500 subscribers, we can't have YouTube.com slash We Are Tessellate. You can't have the subscribe <clears> channel. So we need them subscribers quite Give badly. us some subscriptions. Give us some joins. Makes sense. Uh, what do we do? Yeah, we are testlate.com. You can go there now. You can watch our films. Um, you can watch uh, our films. <laughs> you can listen to some music. You can read some reviews. Is the new uh, website up? Yeah. I haven't seen uh, it. But it's been, it's been touched up next week. Basically, it's a long story. It went up. And I didn't, there were a lot of problems with it, but I had just given up with the people we were working with at that point, who were being very nice, but just didn't really facilitate the stuff I wanted. And I talked to my good friend when I was back in the UK, who does website design, he was like, are you kidding? They said they couldn't do this and this, that's fucking bullshit. So he's sorting it out for us. Okay. So it'll be way more improved <clears throat> in a couple of weeks. So in a couple, couple of weeks time, you can use other web browsers other than Netscape to use. Right now, it's only accessible through AOL. <laughs> okay, oh, sure. Yeah. And if you That's want to email us, email us. We are <laughs> test late at AOL. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sure. I'll get that. I'll bing right up. <laughs> um, yeah, we've, also, we've got our... Um, well, I've got my lists up. You guys, if you have your lists, you can, we can put them up on the site um, for your favourite films or games um, or whatever last year. Uh, mine are all up. You can go see them right now. Uh, we are test late. You can link through. Or you can just go to moviemurmurs dot com our sister site um it's got my top yeah, films yeah. it's got my top games and it's got my top <coughs> albums oh. of 2015 mm-hmm. all right sure so we're gonna do a little truncated 
uh, podcast because pretty tired from that quiz. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. But how have you guys been? Yeah, so you know, good. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, that was amazing. <laughs> couple days ago i pulled an all-nighter babysitting a time-lapse camera that wasn't fun not as young as they used to be i guess that goes for all of us though <laughs> you, look good for, you look good for 42 uh, um thank you and uh you know doing my thing got see, a lot of been very busy that was a short film you got coming up you allowed to talk about that one or? yeah sure <laughs> it's called uh, today, it's called uh kickboxing mama episode newborn vengeance it's a comedy oh is there going to be more episodes Maybe. <laughs> um, and um, it's about a mom uh, putting her baby to sleep and getting interrupted by a biker. And then she true. jumps off a 30 foot balcony and beats the shit out of the biker. Excellent. I've seen it. You've uh, seen it. Well, you've mm. seen a rough cut. Nah, I've seen but it. But it's coming a long way. I can <clears> tell I've you seen that. It. My mind filled in the gaps. But um, <laughs> I think it'd be funny. The dragon I... was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Played and, by Tanro Ishida? Yes. yes. He was, but he was in a costume, so it wasn't racist. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good uh, good time had by all. Are you gonna have that up online or is that going to festivals? It'll do the festival thing. All right. Is your other film uh, up online yet, or is that still doing festivals? It's still there's still we have still like I don't know a third of our festivals. All right. Know. So no one no one can see any of your content yet. No, I mean if you email <laughs> me directly, I'll show you. All right. Um, we'll get into that later. <clears throat> Justin, how's your couple of months been? Yeah, uh, it's been um, good and. Uh, just been working. Did, oh, you're did, uh, yeah, I just wrote what I wrote down. Um, I like I like your hat. Yeah, thanks. I uh, won this at this awesome uh, quiz night. It's uh, Area Fifty One. It's nicely fitted. Won some other cool prizes, which you can check the video out on what, what Monday. 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 Oh, oh, that's my card. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Monday. Sorry. Um, yeah, worked on a commercial. Can't really say what it was because signed. Uh, you know, those forms that... But anyways, NBA. I got to work with an animal. Can't see really what it is either, but we could say no it sounds like the prehistoric age. Moves really slow. It's got slow hair. A turtle. Uh, claws. <laughs> a saber-toothed tiger. Yes. <laughs> You're talking about an incapacitated raptor. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty sweet. Nice. Had a good time. Um, nice. Yeah. Alex, how have you been? I've been good, mate. Uh, very busy over the last month, although this week's been quiet. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, I've been doing workshops and catching up on games and <laughs> playing new games. Ah, this one was... Uh, that was catching up on games. Catching up on yeah. games, oh. yeah. I finished The Last of Us, which oh, is a beautiful you? game. Because yeah, it said finished yeah. Last of Us. I was like, yeah, did you finish Until finish 3 and The Last of Us? I finished... So I've, I've gone back and played a bunch of games. I finished Mad Max. I finished <laughs> Uncharted 2 and 3. Wow. Uh, and The Last of Us. Interesting. So, despite being busy with workshops, I've had a lot of downtime as well. So. What's been your favorite on Charlie? Those are his workshops. Uh, three. That's yeah. the correct answer. Um, I still feel with those games, though, and I think I've talked about this a little bit with you, Al, is that the balance with the shooting seems... Like, oh. There's too much shooting sometimes. Oh, way too much shooting. The shooting's bullshit in those games. Too many shootings. It's just, it's too just, many shootings. It's too soon. Well, yeah, it's just all over the top and dumb. Mm. Um, but still but fucking awesome oh my god it. it's like an action movie yeah it's right. so much fun it's yeah. just so much fun like watching it so was it did you prefer the last of us to either the uncharted or did you um no i mean the the uncharted was yeah more like an action film more cinematic but i i still really loved the uh 
the narrative of uh, The Last of Us. I thought it was really beautiful. And there's just some really nice still quiet moments in that where you're walking through um, different parts of the country and they're just having conversation, which I thought were really, yeah. really well written. Yeah. Um, you look and really moving. Like, Uncharted 4, if these end looks like a kind of, like they've taken what they've learned from The Last of Us and that kind of solemnness and then they're going to bring it. Yeah. So I know some people are worried because it won't be maybe as fun, but I think they'll get the balance right. I think it'll, you'll just have some more emotional moments. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, that, that was the cool thing about The Last of Us. It had the balance, I think, felt really, really right. So I loved it. It was awesome. Cool. Cool. All right. So let's get in. <clears throat> uh, we're going to start the podcast. Let's get in. Let's just, let's get in. Let's get in. <laughs> Where are we to going? To the pool yeah. of information? Ah. Um, let's start a podcast like we do every podcast with Nate's Blowdown. 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 I mean, I think if, we, if we're honest with ourselves, we started off with asking each other how our lives have been, but okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. I'll <clears> go <throat> with it. All right. Um, okay. Uh, getting into the Blowdown, I've got 10 news items here. That's 10. 10 movie news items. 10 movie One. news items. One and, uh, man. Ten items. Number one. The final Batman vs. Superman trailer came out this week. What? I'm sure it did. I haven't seen it. Have y'all? Yep. Is it yep. cool? I haven't. Uh, I still don't know where I sit with this film. I just don't... There hasn't been anything in the trailers that's got me uh, super excited. Uh, Has it got you batty excited? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it hasn't got me batty excited either. I don't know. I just don't... I, I just feel meh about it. I'm uh, going to go watch it for you sure. You don't feel super about it? No, I don't feel super or batty about it. I just don't know how to feel. Yeah, I feel pretty much the same. I'm not like, we talked about it before. I'm a big Batman fan, a big Superman fan. This crossover sounds like heaven to me, like regularly. Like, like it should be what I want. I love Zack Snyder. Um, but there's just, I don't know. I just don't care at the moment at all. I think it's partly because Man of Steel, I like that fine, but I forgot about it very quickly. Mm. Um, mm. And everything I've seen of this, I'm sure when it comes to the actual day and I sit down in the theaters, I think it's suddenly going to hit me and I'm going, I'm about to watch Batman versus Superman and there's going to be fucking Wonder Woman in it and Aquaman. Oh, yeah, there is. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's just um, a flash. And the flash is going to turn up probably for one scene yeah. and stuff like Like that's probably going to hit me as I sit down. I'll get really excited. Yeah. But right now, I don't care. I mean, I feel like I'm in the minority where I'd be more excited if it was like three and a half hours. No, I'm the same. You know what I mean? Like, if it was, like, an epic and I felt like they were actually going to do each section justice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it'd be great. But you know it's going to be, like, super truncated, overproduced. And the trailer's and... shown everything. I mean, yeah. it hasn't... Yeah. I mean, I hope it fucking hasn't, but it's shown so much. And that's the problem is I'm just... It's just another one of the films where just... I know so many beats that are going to happen in this movie yeah. that when I sit in the cinema, I'm just going to be waiting for each one to turn up. Right. Um, but the trailer, to be fair, that one, I think, was one of the better ones. It's more Batman-focused. And it shows a bit more of the impetus. I think it was. I think it's actually one of the better trailers. That had. Actually, cool. yeah. One thing I did get out of the trailer was uh, a bit more confidence in Ben Affleck. Yeah, I, I thought he looked great as Batman. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. I think the Batman yeah, yeah. looks really cool. I think the suit looks really cool, and his mobility looks cool. Mm-hmm. But you're not convinced as him as like Wayne when he's not. I am in some shots, and in others I'm not. And some he's glowering too much. Mm. You know, he just looks overly I'm being serious, Brucey Baney. And then in other ones, he's he's got a nice emotional chord for him. Cool. Should we move on? Mm. Two. Number two. two. Number two. The recently departed Gunnar Hansen of Leatherface crafted the script for an Expendables-type horror film before he died called Death House. Ooh. Ooh. No. That's a, that's the full name. Death House. Ooh. Yeah. Death House. 
That's spelled H O O O H O. All right, are we number three? Number three. Number three. Predator Four looks to still be happening. We already know that Sean Black, Iron Man Three, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, who appeared in the original as Hawkins, will direct and collaborate on the script with Fred Decker from Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps. This week, Decker took to Facebook to say, I cannot say where I was this morning or what I saw or what we talked about. But if you are a Predator fan, one word. Yes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, my God. Yes, Dude. yes that yes. is the right word. Ah. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, the right oh, word. Gosh. Whoa. Woo! I think that's exactly like a yes. shower of Woo. linguistics. Yeah. Woo! Is right. anyone... I'm actually... I'm a big Predator fan. I love the first Predator like film. Predator movie. Yeah, I love the second Predator. one I don't really care yeah. about. I actually liked Predators. I thought it was a good action movie. Yeah. Um, like yeah, a lot so of half of that. Adrian Brody, right? Yeah. yeah. I actually think it's a decent movie. It's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It's like the yeah. last kind of... It was interesting. Did he direct that one in the end or Clever. just produce it? He just produced Clever. it, I think, in the end. Clever. Clever girl. I like um, to catch a Predator. That was a cool series. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> number four. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. the, the writing of it, kind of like the like Shane Black. He's fucking. He's a great writer. Like he, yeah. he wrote Lethal Weapon, yeah, yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Long Good Night, Iron Man Three. He directs really cool action with like he puts emotional verve into his oh, action. Sweet. All of his films are set at Christmas, so Predator's film set at Christmas makes me excited. I think I think the Long Kiss Good Night is like one of the best action movies of all time. It's a great movie. I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Anyway, number four. Number four. 2016 is Sonic the Hedgehog's 25th anniversary. And GameSpot has reported that part of the celebration includes the start of development on an animated slash live action feature film in conjunction with Sony Pictures. I have more. (laughs) The movie is planned for a 2018 release. You don't have to announce it. Oh, sorry. Um... (laughs) I did. I had another sentence. I lost my place, so I vamped. Sorry. When is I, it? I was when is vamping. It? When is it? It's uh, uh, 2018 release. 2018. It's planned, which uh, means that uh, maybe it'll be released in 2018. Years. Maybe it won't. It's going to take them three years to make that movie. I mean, I think I would spend a year thinking, how are we going to do the Hedgehog? Well, they can't. This is the problem because they haven't been able to recapture. Because people love Son of the Hedgehog, yeah, you know, nostalgically, yeah. And then there's a kind of big backlash now. People going back and going, it was never a great game. It shouldn't have been up against Mario. Blah blah blah. I it think was it's a great game. They are great games, but yeah. they are more. They're not technically great games. They're not like Mario is like technically as a platformer, mm. beautiful. Whereas Sonic is actually very stoppy, study kind of cumbersome, but it works because it's charm. It's got cool characters, cool music, you and know. it's fast paced. Yeah, yeah, and it is pretty fast. But they've never been able to recapture that again. All of the sequels, you know, games are horrible pretty mm-hmm. much with one or two mild exceptions. So it seems now it's like, well, let's try them as a movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't work as a video game Well, anymore. I think they've got to animate the hedgehog over the live action. I mean, that's what's going to happen. That's what's right? going to happen. I would be interested if there was like a Roger Rabbit live action Ooh, animated thing. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, you need more stuff like that. I like that yeah, stuff. That was you cool. Know? Number five. Oh, hey, you know what would be cool? <laughs> what? What'd be cool? You know what'd be cool? Because they keep doing <clears throat> like the Wreck It Ralph kind of open up that world to video games and the real world and video games crossing over to other video games. Oh, yeah. wasn't like Sonic that. in Yeah, he was yeah, briefly yeah. in there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. So, yeah. yeah, he was in like, um, their AA meeting. But you know what would be really cool is if you did like cause I missed the like cool world frame rabbit kind of films where you uh-huh. had the 2D animation over live action. I like 2D animation over mm-hmm. live action. Yeah. I just like 2D animation. Yeah. But I like it over live action. What if you took like 
16-bit era Sonic. Oh, my God. And you God. did, like, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing, but 16-bit animated characters instead of, oh, that would be like, cool. smoothly animated. Because that's oh. not how you look. Or what if you did a 16-bit environment over a live hedgehog? Like a real hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> he's so it's much slower. The world is just like through. transforming and moving around him. He's going yeah. around one of those like round yeah. like roller coaster sections and just <laughs> like that sense when you're playing a driving game and you know it's just the yeah. world that's moving and your car is like in the yeah. same place, you know. Did you see that yeah. uh Mario Kart in Grand Theft Auto Five? Yeah, yeah with the yeah. with the mask or hats. Radio. Number five. Number, Number five. five. Number five. Universal are continuing to build their Universal Monster Universe. <laughs> we already know Tom Cruise is starring in The Mummy, but now Johnny Depp has attached for the new Invisible Man movie. Hey, Which means Johnny. he won't be in it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Johnny Depp as How much will you pay I'm me not to not be in this movie and yeah. just do VO? Sure. That's funny. Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. It's kind of what if he won the Oscar and he like never showed up in the movie at all? I would put it past him. Um, That'd be hilarious. They don't care about this because Universal, yeah, trying to build their world, the universe, yeah, like design crossover films, and they're using their monsters as their trampoline into that. They don't care. Not really. They don't want to see a new mummy, new Invisible Man. What else you got, Frank? I mean, the mummies were fun. The mummies, well, the first mummies, fun. Yeah. I don't know if I would see Tom Cruise in it. That's, That's a weird. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. He, I don't when think he he's ever done something like that. So it'll be interesting. So wait, is he playing like the um, mummy? The mummy? <laughs> is he playing the mummy? No, no. Yeah. He'll be playing like the Indiana Jones role, and he? he's like. Yeah. He's playing. He's playing Brendan Fraser. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah. So he's playing Brendan Fraser, who was playing the mummy. So. It's and Brendan <laughs> and Brendan Fraser is playing like the deadbeat alcoholic, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Brendan Fraser just plays Tom Cruise's dad. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought Brendan Fraser was like the quintessential movie star, and now mm-hmm. where the fuck is he, Brendan? Where the fuck well, he did, are he did you? He did that awesome movie Monkey Punch. You ever see that film? No. Oh, go see Monkey Punch. Was I just unfair to Brendan Fraser? No. Let's that's move about, on. That's got 2D animation over. No, it's got like plastic <clears> animation <throat> And weird sex scenes. There's a very sexy. What's her name? <laughs> maybe not sexy. Maybe in my head. But there's um, Rose McGowan is in it, and she's dressed like a little like a cat the whole way through. Mm, does yeah. it for me that's all I'm saying what's up next man <laughs> <laughs> no, no no wait I want to investigate this a little bit more I'll, I'll, Google, I'll, Google, like I'll Google catch women do you okay uh, Deadpool just came out this weekend yeah but the sequel is already greenlit and in the works what woo <clears throat> Saw 8 is happening despite the yearly franchise alright I thought I'd pull one over your head swing um, one by I'm gonna you. see Deadpool tomorrow no one's seen it yet, I take it, because it no. just came out for us today. Not excited about yep. that movie, man. I'm really? sorry. No. I love Deadpool, but I hate Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> oh, you just said a bad thing. Ralph. Get out! <laughs> Get out right now! That's his man crush. It's the Reynolds. Yeah, I don't really it's care the for Reynolds. I don't care for him either. What the fuck's happening, man? Don't tell he's me. He's a handsome guy. I was never on, I was a, never on your He was a Reynolds, handsome guy, but, but you know. Show. We're talking which Ryan would you choose, and I chose Gosling. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gosling anyway. The Gosling yeah. looks like you, you know, do things to you in your sleep at Exactly. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds looks like he's like he's a lovely, lovely man, and you could do much worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Look, well, he's only in two good films so far. Deadpool may be an exception. What are your um, other two good ones? His best one's Buried, which is an exceptional film. Buried is. What about Green Lantern? Wasn't that? Buried is on the well. He's in like two and a half good films because I I really enjoy Van Wilder, but it's not a good film. But it's a very enjoyable. Yeah, film. that's one that um, I liked him in. 
Buried is phenomenal. Buried is one of the best. Yeah. Like, was is one? that buried spelled B E R I E D? Like berries? Or <laughs> yes. Wait, what about the one with Denzel Washington in him? Which one was that one? Training Day. No, it wasn't. no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Remember, he played the impression of a white cop. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah what was the other? Oh, he was in Mississippi Grind last year, which was fucking brilliant. Fantastic. Oh, I have yet to see that, That's but really I want to see book. that. Wasn't he one of the Blade films? Yeah, he's Blade Trinity, the worst of the Blade films. I thought he was Blade. No, that's oh. Wesley Snipes. Oh, gotcha. That's weird. I, I'm pretty sure he played anyway, Blade. Yeah. Deadpool sequel. Okay. So how do they how do they greenlit it? It's not even. They don't even know if it's gonna do well. That's sure. That's sure, man. All right. Cut to when wow. you know you know. When you know. You, you know, know. I think there's some compound advertising benefits. You know, it's like oh, you, the advertising great. You for push that. the first one, and it's like already planting the seed mm-hmm. for the second. Anyway, uh, Saw Eight. It's happening. Yep. Despite the yearly franchise finishing in 2010 with mm-hmm. Saw 3D, the series just won't stay dead. Saw. <laughs> really, given the it legacy is <laughs> moving forward with writers Josh Stolberg and Steve Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't discern the fake laughter from the roll laughter anymore. <laughs> All right, Steve Goldfinger. <laughs> Who wrote the Romania? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a long day, man. God, I feel like a mocking jerk. Come on. <laughs> Who wrote the remake for Sorority Row? Piranha <laughs> <laughs> 3D. Which, okay. Um, original director James Wan and screenwriter Leigh Wendell are both executive producing. Oh, this, hey. means, this means nothing. It's happening. Like really, so I'm so happening. I'm so sad this is coming back. I know, like it was obviously it was going to at some point, but yeah. I just I just I was did so you like happy. Films? Fucking hate the Saw films. All the first, them. no, the did first you film, saw them? I sadly saw all of them other than the last one, and I just because my friend Tom kept getting me to go because it was a yearly annual horror franchise, and at that time you didn't have anything else, mm-hmm. um, and there wasn't much horror coming out. And I hated like the first one. I like there's mm-hmm. a couple of scenes which I think are dreadful, but it's a great film overall. The mm-hmm. second one actually has a good twist at the end, mm-hmm. but not a good film. From then on, it's just garbage. Absolute fucking horrible, horrible, reprehensible garbage. There you go. You and it, it made me just sick that humanity would like, keep making What? I have to pull this bear trap out of my anus or I'll be like devoured by this mountain goat? I've, yeah. I, you know, I'll watch anything. I loved that one. I'm such a big horror <laughs> fan. It's these sort of things, oh, I'm man. sorry. They're horrible. Should we move on then? Should yeah. we not Fuck dwell you. on it? And those so, writers, the writers of Sorority Row, awful remake. Piranha 3D was fun enough, but I don't think it was because of their writing. I think it was because Alexandra of Adger directed it, and mm. the boobs are pretty great. <laughs> you could watch them in 3D. <laughs> oh. Fastbender, first name Michael, just gave a little insight to the- <laughs> That's his Japanese name. <laughs> uh, just gave um, a little insight to their direction with his upcoming Assassin's <laughs> Creed film. Yeah. yeah. Very apropos for this conversation here at Geeks. Yes. High hopes for this one. In an interview with Empire Magazine. Coming soon. I've always thought about the Matrix when we've approached this. This idea of DNA memory elevates it from a basic fantasy genre piece. Because you have something an audience can actually believe in. Then the journey becomes so much more elevated because you're on board in a different way. The movie, which re- oh, that was dark. I just channeled f- f- Fastbender for like the room. room yeah, I was like, the room got suddenly yeah. uh, clammy. Dark. Clammy. <laughs> um, anyway, um, 
the movie, which reteams Fassbender with Macbeth director Justin Curzel, as well as the same composer, cinematographer, and other key crew members, releases on December 21st this year. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Christmas, so, baby. Last time we out. talked about this, I hadn't actually seen Macbeth. I haven't seen Macbeth. Seen it? No, I think yeah. it got to my second. I think it was number two on my. Yeah, top dude, I noticed that. I really um, want to see it. Unbelievably good film, man! Like some of the best Shakespeare performances I think I've ever seen. Really, wow! Um, wow. And visually phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Certainly not for everyone, you know, in Shakespeare, yeah. involved, but it's it's incredible. Shakespeare. I just couldn't be more excited than them going straight from that to Assassin's Creed. Cool, man! Awesome, very good, good sell. Sounds yeah. like a good team. Sold. <laughs> Already bought my ticket. <clears throat> All right, moving on. In very sad news, what Monsters- number are we at? Um, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Very sad news. Monsters, Inc. screenwriter Daniel Gerson died on February 6th after battling brain cancer. He was just 49 years old. His screenwriting, his screenwriting work also included Big Hero 6 and upcoming so Cars 3, as well as Monsters University and additional story material for Chicken Little. That's sad. Monsters, oh, yeah. Inc., man. That was an amazing that was I think it's one of my favorite Pixar yeah. films. Yeah. Monsters, Inc. It used to yeah. be my favorite. Big Hero 6 was good. Yeah, Big Hero 6 was, was good. Yeah. For like doing, you know, Asian family and all yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, hey, I was into wow. it. Yeah. yeah. I believe that I like Monsters, U as well. I thought Monsters, U was good. Actually, it was good fun. Yeah. Never knew it was good at first, but it was good fun. So what's your favorite Pixar film? No. I don't know. I need to revisit because the problem is Monsters, Inc. was always my favorite. Yeah. Um, but, and then The Incredibles I really actually loved a lot. But oh. they... CGI animation just ages so badly, you know, yeah. visually. And I'm mm-hmm. a visual guy. So I go back to someone like, oh. like we went back to Monsters uh, Inc. Uh, last year, at the end of last year, September, I think it was. It was on TV or something, and we're watching it in a hotel. And I was like, this looks pretty bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I remember um, having that feeling watching Toy Story again mm. after a long time. Oh, I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> it's yeah. really it's upsetting. You see commercials with that type of animation now. Yeah. yeah. And I've been banging on about this since it started in Lord in 98, whenever that was, 99. Like, still in diapers. It's just... <laughs> but you know, it's interesting because it, it seems like it ages in a way that like I can go back and watch Beverly Hills Cop and like not think like this looks terrible. Do you know yeah, what I mean? But it's because it's live action. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It's interesting that even though the technology in live action mm-hmm. has progressed, maybe it just is not. No, but maybe there's something fundamentally thing. about CGI. Yeah, that just, absolutely. Like, it's because yeah. CGI is we're nowhere near at the you know yeah. the point where it's it's perfect in any way. And we keep saying, oh, that looks amazing. It doesn't. You can if you can pick out a CGI shot, it looks bad. It's that simple. And also, I think it's like I look back to like the hand drawn stuff, and that still looks cool. Yeah, you know. Well, what but I mean? that's my so point. Like, I'm yeah. a huge advocate of 2D animation. Yeah. And if 2D animation is preserved right, so when you get a remastered 2D film from the 80s, that was, you know, with good animators, not some piece of shit, but you look at the Ghibli film or something remastered, it looks fucking phenomenal. And it yeah. looks still as good now as it did, you know, like mm-hmm. at the time. And that's because, yeah, I mean, obviously style always comes in stuff. And that's the same with film, like, you know, the way fashion is or the way something might be designed, whatever will change. But 2D animation just doesn't age the way 3D animation does. And 3D animation will always age very quickly within like four years. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? It's not interesting, it's just annoying. It yeah. pisses me off, man. I went to animation school. <laughs> I just so don't understand why. Like, you're, I don't understand why one technology right would be more... Because the other's not a technology. The other is an art form. Like 2D animation, the hand-drawn pictures, which the only way they can age is styles changing and fashion changing. 3D animation is a technology and it's a computer. And computers are constantly getting better and better and better and better and better. So as the bar is risen of how something should look, everything else is going to look shit the whole It's time. like a cell phone. 
Yeah. Interesting be. analogy. It really that's actually a smart comment. I think. It really, really for the grand upsets me because that's the problem. Is like the amount. There are great animated films happening, and I kind of honestly, it really genuinely upsets me. Um, there are great animated films that have been happening for the last since I went to university. Now, what was that? Like fifteen years ago, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was in animation school. There were so many great CGI animated films since then, but because of CGI. They age really badly, and they're hard to go back to. So mm-hmm. many of them, and in, in twenty years' time, they'll be impossible to go back to. And it fucking frustrates me because these are people bleeding and sweating tears, you know, to like get these films out. Mm-hmm. And there's some great stories and great voice acting and some great, you know, like moments. And they won't be preserved properly because we're so enamored with CGI right now. Yeah, and it upsets me. Well, that's interesting. All right. Well, this is the final news item. Number ten. Super Bowl 50. So this is the first of our two hot topics. And it brought with it a slew of new movie trailers, including Deadpool, Civil War, X-Men, Apocalypse, Independence Day, Resurgence, Turtles 2, Out of the Shadow, Jason Bourne, The Jungle Book, Gods of Egypt, The Secret Life of Pets, Eddie the Eagle, and 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah! So... Yeah. What do we know? What do we what do we take away from that? The colons are getting more popular in movie times. Colons are doing yeah. very well. Um, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is that dark we've got two topics that we're talking about. Us. This is two uh, topics that we're talking about this uh, podcast. Um, the first one, I was like, how many people saw most, if not all, of these Super Bowl trailers? Most of them. No, uh, yeah, there are like two. None all right. of them. So, uh, Nate, do you mind just reading them out again, just through, uh, sure. regularly, and we'll say which ones we like the most and which one we like the least. Do I'm going to go in the same order, or did you say yeah, regular? Yeah, let's do them again. Deadpool. <laughs> Civil War. X-Men. Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Independence yeah. Day. Resurgence. Mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turtle 2. Out of the Shadows. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah! Jason Bourne. Colon. The Jungle Book. Just kidding. <laughs> there was no cola. Gods of Egypt. The Secret Life of Pets. Eddie the Eagle. Semicolon. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Just kidding. There was no semicolon. It was a comma. And um, an and. So what are people? What are people most excited about after all the Super Bowl trailers? Uh, it was I, a stellar year. Jason I, Bourne, The Jungle Book. Jungle Jason, Jason Bourne, Bourne the Jungle Book. Oh, Jason Bourne, the Jungle Book. That's it. You yeah. just out. Yeah. I want to see ah. the Bourne character struggle in the jungle yeah. with snakes and Would you take one man from panthers <laughs> and tigers. He put that list out here for He's a real privilege. I am very excited for uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane because mm. that like popped out of nowhere last year, end of last year. That was a quick answer, my friend. Oh yeah, you know how I feel about Cloverfield. <laughs> that film, yeah, that's crazy. Like it just like so you guys know about the, what happened with this one? No, tell me. So it's J.J. Abrams, King of Secrets, and he, when he did Cloverfield, you might remember like that was when he was first do, getting into movies, and he was producing Cloverfield, and it was kept very very secret, and no one knew what it was about. And then bits of found footage, like teasers, came out, and the word Cloverfield, no one knew what that meant. And um, I guess you guys seen Cloverfield? Yeah. yeah. Um, so when it finally came out and the last trailer kind of teased and people, oh, it's kind of like a found footage Godzilla thing, but people didn't really know what it was. And it seems weird now looking back on it, that that mm. was like such a big, like, it was a huge presence of, fuck, what is this? What is this? And it's J.J. Abrams and how do we figure it out? Now it's just, oh, it's a found footage Godzilla film, basically. Um, and the guy who made 
So there's a Portal film, fan film called Portal No Escape, yeah. is it called? And he's called Dan Trackenberg or something. Um, and it's a fantastic fan film. It's the whole reason we made Spider-Man. Do you remember? Because that Portal film came out and oh, it yeah. really inspired us to do something like that. Um, and it's phenomenal. It's such a good fan film. Um, yeah, it's like the only one that's like not feels like a fan film. Yeah. No, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that would be nice. And he he got snapped up immediately after that fan film. It was one of those sort of dream things. He makes a little fan film, gets snapped up by Universal, disappears. I think it was Universal. Um, but anyway, disappears. And then he just went. No one knew what was happening to him for five years. No one's basically heard what he's doing. And then suddenly J.J. Abrams comes out, announces 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, puts out a little comment about it. Can't remember what he was saying, but he was saying it is tied into Cloverfield, but it's not how you'd expect, kind of thing. And that little, that sort of proper like little trailer thing that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan Trackenberg is the director of it, and this is what he's been working on a secret. And not only that comes out in like two weeks' time now, in March, it comes out. Wow. Um, so they just completely, and they just want to keep it under wraps completely. Um, and it looks fucking great. The cast is great. The trailer, this Super Bowl trailer, I thought was even better. It looked incredible. My only worry is I read an interview with the one of the main lead Mary Elizabeth Winstead and she said something about the protracted amount of time they had shooting inside this bunker thing which is where a lot of the trailer is which insinuated to me that you don't really get much if any time outside of the bunker um, yeah that's the impression which, that I got yeah which just worries me a little bit because I was hoping they'd have a major like something up their sleeve because I've kind of already just from those two trailers you get a good idea of what it's probably going to be about mm-hmm. but yeah. who knows mm-hmm Yes. Who knows? But yeah, it was exciting. Who knows? Only JJ does. How do you guys feel <laughs> about the uh, the latest um, Civil War trailer? Where you see the two sides assembled. In a car park. In, In a, a car park. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, I didn't see it. Is it like Anchorman 2 style? Yeah. It kind of it is. Kind of yeah. is. Really? It kind of nice. is. You get to see Ant-Man properly in the lineup and you get to see Black Panther in the lineup. The lineup's pretty exciting. It's cool. missing some of the bigger characters that would have been fun to have in it. But, yeah, um, and cool. still no Spidey. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still as excited as Civil War. I don't, you know, I'm, we talked about it. It needs to be bigger. Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse just looks like a bit of a CGI mess to me, to be honest. But yeah. I didn't like it, the look of the trailer. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sort of... I feel Brian Singer's done what he has to do. He should move on. So that's about it. Yeah, it's got amazing cast. Yeah. And to, I want to see Olivia Munn in a cool role. That would be fun. What's the uh, new Independence Day trailer like? I haven't watched uh, it. That's the only one I haven't seen. Because I really personally don't care. These are the films I don't care about. <laughs> uh, Gods of Egypt. Oh, Turtles 2. Oh, fucking awful. Um, Independence Day I want to see, for sure. Yeah, Jeff I will Goldblum. see it, but I'm not excited about it I'll just it see Jeff, all. you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see. Eddie Eagle looks bizarre. Um, Secret Life of Pets. The first teaser was great, and the second trailer was pretty bad. Jungle Book? Jungle what do you, how do you feel about these new uh, live action yeah. Disney remakes? I'm not, I don't, I, no. It's no. whatever. It's not for me. It's whatever, yeah. mate. Not for me. It's whatever. It's whatever. Uh, the Jason Bourne actually looks kind of cool. It's weird that that's exciting to have a newborn film because, like, they did four now and the fourth one didn't have a minute. And I'm just kind of, you know, and the trailer's all pretty dreadful because you just have him going. Like, I remember who I was now. And he said, well, you might remember who you were, but you don't know everything. It's like, oh, how many fucking stupid secrets can you pretend? It's like, I remember. <laughs> no <Exactly>. anymore. <laughs> it's just getting a bit dumb. Jason but it looks Bourne. Cool. I was really surprised that a new Turtles film came out. 
Oh, the first I, one made tons of money. Really? Yeah. Really? I, oh, I made tons I, of money. I think I just completely rejected it. Oh, that's cool. It, so I mean, I assumed everyone that's nice. Did. Megan Fox gets to do more work. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, good for her. She gets to keep breaking her own morals by working for Michael Bay again and again yeah. after she ran away from him last time. Well, and realized, oh, I can't make any money without Michael Bay. Well, you know, I, she's got a kid now, so got to support your kids. So good for her. I can't even. That The, the first Turtles film was one yeah. of the worst pieces I tried of watching it, and seen. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, like I, I heard Nate, yeah, I heard you, I heard you said it on the podcast. Yeah, I like that I movie. couldn't believe it. It was fucking <laughs> yeah. awful. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. What? I liked it. It was like definitely for kids. Oh, it's just awful. That's why you liked you can, it. You can, you can make something for kids and have some dignity at the same time. Yeah, I liked how it didn't have any dignity. I don't know. I, I liked you're it. Such a, you're, you're just a perverse oh, there was, contradiction. It was actually, okay, what I've watched when I was watching it, it was very cringing when she was trying to be like, I, I, there's these things. And no one listened to her. was like, oh, man, just everyone's not going to believe you. Why are you still telling them? It's a horrible film. Yeah. Um, I I was, it. Yeah. In a way, at least the sequel. Yeah, I mean, like, there's that good. crazy thing where it's like sliding down the hill or whatever. Oh, it's fucking yeah. dreadful. Okay, so moving on. Moving on. It feels like it's ruined my childhood. <laughs> yeah. I kind of completely like shat on it. No, no, no. Oh, I was a huge Ninja Shadow Turtle fan, and I'm an enormous Turtles fan. Enormous Turtles. I mean, you go right back to my, the, the yeah, like the original the, like dark comics. Yeah. My my two biggest things in my life from that kind of you know cartoony comic booky thing are Street Fighter and Turtles. They're my two biggest loves that will always endure, always endure in my life. Um, that that um, was a piece of fucking trash. There you go. You heard it here. All right. <laughs> now we're moving into, I guess, Al's Blowdown because we've got some game news. We've got quite a bit of game news, so we're going to Blow. Blow, Al. Blow yeah. down. Are you ready? Yes. Because we've got a bunch. Number one. Remedy's new game, Quantum Break, finally clarified how its long-touted TV show game crossover elements are going to play out. Sam Lake. How good a name is that? Sam Lake, the creative... I'm being ignored. What's happening? Sam Lake, the creative director of the game, said there will be four 22-minute TV show episodes woven throughout. At the end of each chapter, the game playing, uh, the game playing, uh, the game player who is playing as Jack Joyce, you'll then be faced with a choice known as a junction in time. Then lead character Paul Serene will take over, and a 22-minute episode corresponding to the choice you just made will play out before passing you back to Jack Joyce and the aftermath of the events of that TV episode. Alongside these junction in time, choices, smaller incidental moments of each show will be affected by quantum ripples in the game, allowing for little bits of insight you would otherwise miss out on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm so... What's going on? What's happening? Have you seen this game, Quantum? No, I haven't. It's a big Xbox exclusive. It's from the guys who made Max Payne and Alan Wake. Yeah. So they make games just with people like... Max Payne. Fucking listen to that name. Alan Wake. Yeah. Paul Serene. Yep. And the guy, the creative guy who makes all these is called Sam Lake. So if you put those all together, oh, you've got that? Lake Serene Pain Wake. Yep, exactly. Um, anyway, this game's Crack been the developed. <laughs> they develop games for a long time. It takes them about five years to put out a game or something longer sometimes. I like Max Payne. Yeah, yeah I like Max Payne. Alan Wake's one of the best Her games. Her face lit up like a Christmas tree. That was my favorite line from Max yeah, Payne. There you Ooh, go. Nice. Her face lit up like a um, Christmas tree. But this game was going to be an Xbox One launch game at one point. And then it kept getting pushed. And it was kind of breaking boundaries because it was when Microsoft were going to have a TV channel. Do you remember that? And they yeah. were looking to commission TV shows. Ridley Scott and Spielberg were doing Halo series, which turned into Halo Nightfall or whatever. Um, and Quantum uh, Break was going to be part game, part TV show. And it was never really clarified how it's going to be. And they showed off footage from it three years ago of the TV show. And then they filmed it all. And then they decided it was going to be bigger. So they 
got in big actors and refilmed everything again everything again and just redid the whole TV for, show uh, Quantum Break yeah oh, my friends um, in there oh really yeah fuck I, nice. s- I saw because she posted something on Instagram and I was like wait what and it said Quantum Break I was like oh dude that's awesome when is that ever going to come out oh, yeah maybe buddy yeah. um, ended here so, oh no so we got it here Xbox One exclusive and Windows 10 on April the 5th. So do we, are we any wiser, did I, maybe I missed it in what you said, to how that bridge is being... Ga- yeah, uh, so that's what they're saying now, is that you'll basically play the game, you play as one character, and then you get to what's called a junction in time choice, um, and then you make a choice, and then it'll pass over to the episode. But And there's four of them, they're 22 minutes long, but I guess there's eight, because each one's basically a double choice, and whichever one you pick, that will determine which episode you watch. And, and then when you come back into the game, the effects from that episode will kind of repercuss across. And, and then there's some little smaller ones as well. But the, So the show is live action? Yeah. So you'll play the game and then you'll watch a 22-minute episode and then you'll play the game and watch a 22-minute episode. It'd be interesting. Uh, there's also a special white Xbox One bundle which includes the game, the console, and Alan Wake at launch with a 500-gigabyte hard drive. Just make them all one terabyte, guys. Stop with the 500-gigabyte. Number two. Justin's having a breakdown. In related, number two. Number dos equis. In related news, Xbox One's next wave of backwards compatible games launched on the 11th of February, including Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Sadly, not the original game, but the little spin-off thing. Lego Batman, Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space, and Trials HD. Number three. Number, number three. Number three. Tris. The Flame and the Flood, which we had a little bit of a look at last year at E3. Ah, I remember that was remember beautifully uh, animated. Oh, is that oh, it's the game I broke at E3? That's uh, the, the one with broke. the rat. It's like isometric. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I broke that game, and the lady was <laughs> so mad at me. Because I was like, oh, she's not, don't, why are you doing that? I was like, oh, I'm just seeing if I could, like, what I can do. And then it broke, and she was like, whoa, that's not supposed to happen. And then it broke even more, where the character was, like, laying down and, like, floating across the screen. <laughs> and she was like... What did you, what did you t- turn up? She was so mad. I was like, oh, sorry. So, just- so is this news just to clarify about their setbacks they had since that <laughs> <laughs> They've closed down what's going to be my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, no, if that's really true, I'd be no, like, oh, The Flame man. of the Flood finally releases on February 24th, PC, Xbox One only. It's been on Steam Early Access for a few months, and it's a Southern Gothic survival roguelike from some of the ex-Bioshock developments. Yeah. That would be cool, thanks. Number four. Number quattro. Quattro. Four. Four. Titanfall 2 is confirmed. Yes. And it has a single player campaign. So double yes, Justin. Sweet. To stoke the anticipation fire, some action figures were announced to launch this winter 2016. Ooh. I like trinkets. Is the game going to launch this winter? No, just toys, man. You play with the toys and you get stoked on life. And then (laughs) the game comes out and you forget about it. Because they also just confirmed. What's the other one they just confirmed? That's what I do. Like, yeah, I played the toys, so it's like I played the game. <laughs> pew, pew. Pew, pew. Oh, we fell into um, the bathtub. Timefall. Did you play Timefall? Then? <laughs> yeah, I was. Timefall's yeah. an amazing game. I was so good at it. And no single player. I played with really uh, good. a Counter-Strike Pro. Ooh. Yeah, at E3. Like a prostitute. Same no, no, like, you, it's kind of like yeah, because they, like, hired him. But, like a yeah. prostitute. He was a Counter-Strike Go, like, professional player. His name's Jordan. I think his thing was, like... Michael Jordan? yeah. He's good. Yeah, we played on this thing and I won like these dope headphones. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So Titanfall's from the Infinity, well, the original Infinity War guys, the guys who invented Call of Duty. And then they left the Call of Duty 4 because they had some litigation problems with Yeah, Activision. and they made this dope game and then they're like, so they said, fuck you guys, we're going to make Titanfall. Yep. 
And Call of Duty's like, hey, you guys made something dope. Guess what? We're going to steal everything you made. <laughs> make it better. Which they still have. Like, even after what, three more Call of Duties, they're still not as good as Time 4 was. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because Time 4 was like the biggest thing in the world when it was coming out. It was so it's big. And then it just disappeared. Because yeah. all of the Battlefronts, all of the Titanfalls, all of the Evolves, all of these multiplayer only games, rightly or wrongly, just disappear. Yeah. Doesn't matter how big they are. If they don't have that single player campaign, people just don't seem to attach to it. Yeah. I didn't even though stats show that people only play like was it ninety nine percent of people spend yeah. all their time in multiplayer. Really? I play the single campaign. Number five. Number five. Telltale Games' newest installment in their much-loved The Walking Dead series launches yeah, yeah. on February the 23rd with episode one of the miniseries Michonne. Michonne. It's a three-part series with episode two hitting in March and episode three in April. We'll so, see. I never believed um, those dates, Telltale. <laughs> the they kept but I only thing. want to keep playing your games. I think Game of Thrones was the only one they, they kept to. You can get all three in a bundle for just $15 on PC, Mac, Xbox One, PS4, 360, and PS3, as well as iOS and Android from February the 20th. Sweet. Mm. Fucking love those games. There's a new I... Walking Dead as well, but this is this little spell. You going to play some? Uh, am I going to play that one? Yeah, probably, for sure. I've, like I've, I've followed that, uh, that whole series and I love it, so cool. yes, I will. Uh, the first, number six. Number, number six. six. The first six. official trailer for the upcoming horror game Visage was released this week. Created by Sad Square Studios, originally as a literal recreation of the pulled Silent Hills demo PT, but built in Unreal Engine 4. Visage is just one of a handful of upcoming titles paying homage to the now legendary cancelled game PT, Silent Hills. They plan to launch on PC and VR in January 2017 with PS4 and Xbox One to follow if they meet their funding goals. Which should be everyone's final sentence. <laughs> hmm. If um, we meet our funding goal. There's a whole bunch of these. There's Allison Road. There's like four that look very PT. Uh, this one looks very PT because like I say, they just build it to literally recreate it. Hmm. Um, looks beautiful. Cool. Number seven. Number seven. 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 Red Dead Redemption yeah! was, was leaked yeah! along with... You might want to hold, <laughs> hold your celebrations, guys. As a crow. Alongside Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Tekken Tag Tournament 2 as an upcoming backwards compatible Xbox One game. It was, then, it was then denounced by Major Nelson as a mistake. Number eight. <laughs> Ocho. Hey. Number eight. H1Z1 was one of the best-selling games on Steam in 2015, thanks to early access. But after a split in the communities between survival and battle royale, developer Daybreak has stated it will be splitting the entire game. Starting February 17th, my birthday, both games will yeah. be available for $20 each on early access. And anyone who purchased the game on or before February 16th will be granted access to both when they separate. H1Z1 King of the Hill will be taken out of early access on PC and will be coming to Xbox One and PS4 mid-2016. They're working on plans to do the same for H1Z1 Just Survive. Or if you're American, H1Z1. Oh. Mm. A little translation in case people are like, wait, what's he talking about? What are these letters? <laughs> Z. What's a Z? <coughs> uh, Z? Is that like a Z? Z's dead, man. Z's Z's dead. dead. Number nine. 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 The Division beta came and went. Yeah. We, we missed I mean. talking about it. 
It was alright, wasn't it? It was whatever. <laughs> I played. It. It's just like, yeah. Yep. It's a beta. Everyone, uh, that was a game that. people were very excited about five years ago. Yeah. Now, no one really cares. Uh, number uh, Ten. Ten. Mirror's Edge Catalyst got a story trailer. The title comes out in May, and if you go to the game's official site, you can sign up for the closed beta. Doom was another game that got a new trailer last week, in which its release date was also revealed to be in May. Doom, guys, Doom. Looks cool. Looks very cool. Very it violent, looks, very fast. Yeah, it looks really cool. Very slick. It'd make incredibly silly games. Uh, Mirror's Edge, the first one's one of my top 15 games of all time. So I'm very excited for Catalyst. But the story's not really doing it for me. So I'm, I'm a little diffused. Get your act together. We played some E3. Get together. Did we? Well, I might have gone a different day. It was a different day. So that yeah. I played it. Yeah. Number 11. British developer Bulkhead Interactive have announced Battalion 1944 for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. It's a World War II online FPS akin to early Call of Duty and Medal of Honor games. Cool. The title is now launched on the Kickstarter. Ah. Um, I'm a big World War II fan, so I was always pissed well, off. It was one of the oh, great. Really? It was one of the great awards. I thought it should never have ended. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm really happy that this, people want to pull that again. I don't. This game doesn't look that great, to be honest. I'm not uh, convinced. But I want to play a World War II game where you're playing as Winston Churchill. As Winston Churchill. Yeah. yeah. You, so you just like smoke your cigar and uh, shout at people. Yeah, hey, you sort of just fight. like, you know, being political, getting drunk, meeting with Roosevelt's. Sounds sounds good. Number. It should be like a. It should be a Telltale game. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Telltale's Winston Churchill. Yeah. And then so your choices that you make in that game could either play into what actually happened in there history go. or go against and be what like if, a new yeah what, what if, if kind of history. Totally. Nate, you're onto something. It's nineteen forty four. Telltale are making every Churchill other fucking game with... out there. So. Churchill and Roosevelt are having a meeting. They're discussing what they should do on the new front. Should you A, pour whiskey, B, pour sherry, C, have a beer, or D, select wine? This could have grave consequences. A, sherry. You picked wrong. The Roosevelt was offended. Yeah, here comes... You will, you will not get support for your troops on the line. Yeah, here so comes Hitler's those... Luftwaffe. <laughs> so much for those gunners you needed. That threesome with his wife is never going to happen. Oh, dude. Whoa. Hey, never talk about Eleanor that way. <laughs> Number 12. 12. Bethesda announced that, surprisingly, they're once again going to be holding a showcase conference at E3 this year. What? On Ooh. June the 12th at 7 p.m., their first ever showcase was last year where they unveiled Fallout 4 and Doom to everyone's surprise. Cause they f- remember that? They brought up Fallout 4 and then said, hey, it's coming out in like mm-hmm. four months' time. Anticipation is very high as to what they could have up their sleeves for this year. The promo picture posted on Twitter featured characters from already announced or released games such as Dishonored, Doom, and Fallout, but also Elder Scrolls with a small Skyrim character at the lead. However, Todd Howard has recently been quoted saying Skyrim won't be discussed for a very long time. Is that just a uh, bluff move? Well, I presume he's discussing it with some people, just not publicly. <laughs> Otherwise, they're making that game in the dark. Maybe he bans it privately and publicly. His Maybe. son's like, hey, Dad, can I play Skyrim again? He's like, no. no, I'm not fucking talking about <laughs> it, kid. Shut your mouth. Shut your fucking <laughs> Put your face. Viking helmet on and go play. Yeah. Um, I would give anything for them to do a Skyrim, uh, an Elder Scrolls this year, like they did with Fallout, and be, hey, it's coming out this winter, because... That's that's the game I want most in the entire world. Yeah. After well, no, just before Red Dead, those two. Yeah. But I there's no way. 
what would no you way. do if there was an announcement at E3 this Christmas? We're gonna have Red Dead and we're gonna have New Skyrim. What would you do? I would Scream retire for a year so I could just play both of them for twelve months. <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast would crumble quickly. <laughs> we'll all be joining you. Um, yeah, and I think people are crazy. People are all like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna be Elder Scrolls." Like, that's not gonna happen. Hmm. There's no Elder Scrolls coming this year. They will talk about at least, but he did say Skyrim won't be discussed for a very long time. And it's not Skyrim's not maybe a new title. Called. Well, Elder Scrolls is what it's called. Skyrim. And then they have different names: Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, um, and Elder Scrolls Online. I'm sure they'll talk about because that's still going. Mm. Number. 13. 13. Ubisoft already announced that there won't be a new core Assassin's Creed title this year, marking the first break in its yearly franchise since 2009's Assassin's Creed 2. But now they've made another statement saying, open quote, this year we also are stepping back and re-examining the Assassin's Creed franchise. Sorry to interrupt you. Nate does the voices of the people. Nope. That is- nope. Oh, okay. This year, well, actually, funny you should say that. This is how this person talks. <laughs> this year, we also are stepping back and re-examining the Assassin's Creed franchise. Since the release of Unity, we've learned a lot of ba- a lot based on your feedback. We've also updated our development processes and recommitted to making Assassin's Creed a premier open-world franchise. We're taking this year to evolve the game mechanics and to make sure we're delivering on the promise of Assassin's Creed, offering unique and memorable gameplay experiences that make history's everyone's playground. End quote. That's really exciting, but if you read it with... Uh... <laughs> kind of intention. Uh, how do I put it? It's as if you're in an ice cavern. The next game is a, <laughs> is a flame. The next game, the next Assassin's Creed game is rumored to be called Empire and to be set in ancient Egypt. They've now actually, they just did a quote, I think today or yesterday, saying we hope that the film is going to keep the uh, the fires burning for Assassin's Creed fans. Um, I think taking a year away is a good idea. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, because they just were pumping them out too quick. Mm. But that said, like every studio had about three years to make them because they have three studios, don't they, going at the same time, like Call of Duty. So how much that actually really gives to them, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Because it's not like they're taking a year out to think about it and then they'll make a game and it'll be out six months after that, you know? Mm. The games that we're going to be playing in 2017 of Assassin's Creed are being made right now. Mm -hmm. So the effects of this year out won't be seen for about another three years, Mm. realistically. Because those games are, you know, well underway. But yeah, good. Very strange though that the one year your film comes out, you decide let's not launch a game alongside that. The yeah, one time that, big mm. that they skip a year, it's the year when their film comes out that December, mm. and their game normally comes out in November, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah. Like that was just money. So I reckon they'll bring out some, um, you know, like Master Chief Collection, Assassin's Creed Collection thing or something. Maybe take some of the old ones, spruce them up, so you can play all the games on your new consoles. Because you've got already where you've got four Black Flag, you've got Unity, and you've got this one. Um, what was the last one? Syndicate. Uh, so with the movie, is there... What's its uh, links to the games? No, we don't know for sure. Things? There are definitely modern parts or you know, near future bits. Yeah. So it's probably... I, we don't know... I feel it's actually going to be quite close to the first Assassin's Creed and right. medieval times because that seems to be the Macbeth Cruise forte. Um, albeit with some more panache in the character. Panache. Uh, but there's definitely Desmond, I believe, in it. Modern, modern Desmond bits. Tutu. Desmond Tutu is in it. 
Uh, last couple of pieces. Here we go. Number 14. In related Ubisoft news, they have confirmed a sequel to Watch Dogs, which will be releasing before the end of the company's 2017 fiscal year, which results in April. Yeah. Oh, Watch Dogs 2. And last piece, number 15. Sorry to go back to Watch Dogs. Yeah. I think... I'm looking forward to that because I thought the concept of Watch Dogs was great. It just wasn't executed very yeah. well. Well, I was saying, wasn't it? Assassin's <laughs> Creed 1, it was exactly the same thing. It was a great concept, not executed well. Assassin's Creed yeah. 2, fantastic game. Um, so hopefully they can do the same thing. Sorry. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Number 15. Yeah, sweet. There's a Hitman beta. Hitman. Hitman. I don't know why I just made that noise. <laughs> yeah. But I'm actually really excited about Hitman. I'm feeling sleepy, so that was me trying to wake myself nice. up. Sure. It launches today... On February, the 12th of February. No, Friday, the 12th of February. Yeah. That's the day we're recording. So it's already launched yesterday. On PS4 only, though, and then PC a week later. The beta is not coming to Xbox One. The game itself launches on March the 11th, just a few weeks away. And I'll tell you what, man, that Hitman game looks pretty fucking great. <clears throat> I'm in the mood for that. That nice. game. Those little open world, pretty, pretty things. Cool, man. Great. Um, there you go. That was the end of all the game news, all the film news. Thank you. Sweet. Alex, awesome. is there any possible chance mm-hmm. that a certain beautiful man has some financial reprieve for us? You know, coming into this new year, my fucker just dribbled everywhere. That's how <laughs> seriously I've been thinking about this. Salivating. So I've been salivating because I was thinking we need to raise our funds. Who should I ask? And you know what came to mind? Donald Trump. No, not Donald Trump. Anyone else? Any other guesses? Uh, Obama? No, not Obama. Would his name have something to do with jamming something into something else? <laughs> Depends how horny you are. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Could he catch me as I jumped at him and, and lift me around Is like the dirty donkey Is his last name a synonym for cabin? Exactly. Is it? <laughs> no. What's going on? No. I'll tell you what it was, or who he is. I was in the shower and I was thinking, as I was lathering myself with soap, Uh we need more funds. And suddenly, like a bolt of lightning struck me, I sang out as the hot water blistered my skin. I screamed out, Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? Can you give me some money? Can you give me some money? money? This week's releases, you'll be listening to this. The problem with it. Is that we do a box office thing after this, and it makes no sense for the releases, but no. that's just where it happened to organically fall. That's where it fell. And it makes yeah. perfect sense for the box office, because yeah. it's all about money. And one day, Chris Pratt will be on this uh, podcast, yep. and he will sing that opening with me, and he will take out his wallet. And pay you. Give me whatever, <laughs> give me whatever change he's so, got. Yeah, I will also take, accept, uh, and I'll put this on the record now, card. I'll also accept credit card, yep, and favors. I mean, he's nice. a big boy. He's probably got a bit of muscle on him. Uh, yeah, so, you know, a bit he's of heavy lifting boy. or carrying me around for a little that's bit. Right. So, Chris Pratt, that's, that's your deal. <laughs> so, this week's uh, releases, we've already touched on one. The big one being Deadpool, starring... Spoilers, he dies. Your favorite, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the Reynolds. Uh, yeah obviously there's been a huge marketing push and ad campaign for this it's been going on for months and months uh i've seen various ones i've seen deadpool with uh 
kids at Halloween. Mm-hmm. I saw one recently. Uh, he was doing uh, one for Australia Day. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh, where he spoke in a very poor Australian accent. I saw one where he did a campaign, like a, um, a PSA for testicular health and testicular yep. checks. And check, breast cancer Check as your well. balls, yeah. Racist. Um, so we've seen it everywhere. They're, they're pushing the whole thing of like, this is... How extreme can you go? Yeah, crude and rude. This is not your average superhero film. Who's excited? I'm excited. You're excited. R rated. Are you excited because of Ryan Reynolds or because of you like like Ryan Deadpool? Reynolds helps, but I'm not excited for I don't go see most Ryan Reynolds films at the cinema because despite my love for him, as we said, doesn't do good films. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's a Marvel film that's different. It's R rated, which is there are R rated horror film uh, sorry, comic book films out there, but they haven't been many in a long time. And it's having fun. And comic book films don't have fun that much these yeah. days. So. Uh, is this Marvel or Marvel Studios? Good question. So good question. Yeah. It is Marvel. It is not Marvel Studios. It is Marvel. So this is no, no, no. It's not no, it's, Marvel, it's Studios. Not Marvel Studios. Yeah. yeah. So this is not official canon with the uh, MCU. Okay. This is, I believe, uh, Deadpool's owned by. Is that not another Fox one? Deadpool. Oh, no, I know. I think it's Fox. I think it's Fox. It's Fox, isn't it? Yeah. So um, that means because it can fold in with the X Men stuff, it can fold in with Fantastic Four stuff. Um, if they because we all care with. about those guys, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I I saw two films from last year. Sorry, quick aside yeah, on that. Yeah, two of the most detested films of last year. And me and Nate, I believe, when we last sat in this room, we talked about things. We said we like to be contrary. So I really hope I like this film or this film. But realistically, I'm never contrary for the sake of it. I might have hopes, but I'm very honest with my opinions. I don't get affected by my hype when I go into a film. I can be let down or whatever. I saw Vacation. While I was on the plane. I watched that on the plane too. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, really? <laughs> Me and Katie couldn't stop laughing at it. Very stupid, pure old film, mm-hmm. but I found it really funny. The bit where his seat is rotating. Yeah. <laughs> He's just screaming. Just nearly killed me. Now that's um, a surprise that you liked it. I know, I was surprised too. Um, it's funny you watched it on the plane too. And yeah, I saw Fantastic Four. And? I, I really like it. Oh my um, God. Whoa. Not the end. So when Victor Von Doom becomes Doctor Doom, piece of shit the rest of the movie is a piece of shit and his scenes he looks awful it's dreadful but the first sort of half to two thirds of the movie I really liked it okay there you go and yeah. I don't know what I mean it might just be because people said it's so bad I was waiting for it to be awful and I was like this is perfectly pretty good film I kind of liked it sort of somber sort of tone mm. I didn't have a problem anyway sorry That's so you side. are a contrarian I, don't, I really wouldn't mean to be and the ending's <laughs> awful Deadpool yeah. Deadpool. Excited. That's coming out. Uh, also coming out. Uh, Zoolander 2. Kiss, Zoolander 2 is coming out, which is written uh, by Justin Thoreau, Thoreau and Ben Stiller. Um, and directed by Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Derek and Hansel are modeling again when an opposing company attempts to take them out from the business. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's excited about this? I'm not, actually. I liked the first yeah. one. I thought it was really funny. But I don't see... That it was necessary to make a sequel 12 years later. Yeah. Like, it's like the Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. 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 It's too long. It's not right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, beating a dead horse. Um, yeah, I, did, I didn't like the original. And weirdly, I'm kind of, I'm in a more open place this type of film now. When mm-hmm. the original came out, I was quite snobby. Um, and I just didn't really like that kind of comedy at all. Now I'm a bit more open. And sadly, all the reviews have been, this is not good, other than the first 10 minutes or whatever. But, Maybe you should watch it on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that might be the key to stupid comedies for me. Because so I'm so frightened of flying. I'm just like, oh, pure art humor. Yeah. Wash me in it. 
Um, also coming out, and the final one I've got on my list, because it's a short list this week, is How to Be Single. New York City is full of lonely hearts mm. seeking the right mm-hmm. match. And what Ooh. Alice, Robin, Lucy, Meg, Tom, and David all have in common mm-hmm. is the need Sexual to organs. learn how to be single in a world filled with ever-evolving definitions of love. Sexual Ooh, organs. Oh. Sexual organs. Sex, sexy organs. Uh, this has got Dakota Johnson, Rebel Wilson, Leslie Mann, and in Alison In an overstuffed Bree. metropolis, metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> sexual organs <laughs> mingle and match. <laughs> how to bump uglies (laughs) Uh, so yeah any of you guys going to see that Uh, no let's all take our girlfriends and wives (laughs) Valentine's Day go see this all together yeah love that cast (laughs) and that's it guys that is it for this week's releases alright Deadpool is gonna well, we're gonna segue now into box office. Box office. Well, no, we're gonna go into a second topic quickly. Which game is releases. Game releases. Of course, and that's the I topic that I want to talk about. Yeah, Al, you take this. So, I didn't write them down because uh, I knew so, you had some prepared. Yeah, there have been a lot last week, but I want to talk very quickly because. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna fuck all my things. It's been a big year for games. We're Hello. at the beginning of February. And indie games in particular have been really big. We had Oxen Free in January, which people went crazy for. Some people already said it's the best game of the year. We had, um, <laughs> we obviously had Firewatch. We had The Witness. Um, we had Darkest Dungeon. We had The Following's new uh, DLC, which is kind of its own game. People are really loving Dying Light. Um, it's a new thing. A whole bunch of games. Two or three of them, like Oxenfree, The Witness, and Firewatch. They're the big, big baddies. Oh, and Unravel. Sorry, Unravel as well. Four big, big, big indie games um, right out of the gate within a month of each other. Who's played anything? Yep. yep. Uh, Firewatch and The Witness. Same here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys have completed Firewatch, haven't you? Yes, yeah. we have. Okay, and how about how many kind of hours do you get in Witness? Uh, I started after Firewatch, and then I got busy, so I only played up to, like, I found this house. Thing. Well, it's all random on the Witness because you can do it whatever order you want. Yeah. Well, I it. went left, and then I went to like this house, and I was like, "What is this? A washer?" Okay. Did <laughs> you get this working so I can wash my clothes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, I've played about. Two hours? Okay. Yeah. Not uh, much. Nate, did you play any Unravel? No? That's alright. We're just checking. Um, <laughs> you, you draw your pictures on your whiteboard. Show the class at the end, though, okay? Yes, Show the class at the end, what you're working on. We're going to have a quick discussion. No spoilers, obviously, because these games are fresh out. Yeah. Um, the Witness, you know, that's a 70-hour game for a lot of people if you want to properly do it. Yeah. Um, and Firewatch is only like five or six, but a lot of people haven't had a chance yet to play. Um, so what are you feeling so far, Watch? Uh, yeah, it's, we had a good it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a game that makes you sort of kind of forget you're playing a game. And it's more of a experience because all the dialogue can be different depending on what you're feeling at that time. Um, you're in a forest. It's cool. You, you've, at first, you I kind of felt a little nervous that maybe something's gonna pop out or whatnot but then after a while i kind of grew into it and really actually enjoyed being out there and then it it was yeah i don't want to ruin it for anybody yeah yeah. it takes you out of just feeling as if you have to get to the objective or do whatever task and do that it's your own pace in a way Mm -hmm. 
This is what you said in uh, a message the other yeah. day, Justin, which I thought was really like on point. Yeah. You said the game was very simple, but so investing, yeah. which I think is like mm-hmm. exactly how it is. It's there's for me, yeah. It's just sort of saying what you were saying. You know, I appreciate there's a real stillness to the game, but within that, it, it just not manipulates you, but really pushes around how you you feel within that world and how you're interacting with it and yeah. and what you're experiencing and. Uh, you kind of yeah really dive in head first emotionally which is really cool so it's a short game too. without talking about it, did you like where it went then at the end were you happy with yeah the yeah it, it, it all it ties in and yeah. it's just it it is what it is it's yeah i don't know how to explain it we'll do a spoiler cast at some point so we can talk freely but yeah I yeah i know i i i liked the ending and i think um it just leaves you with thinking or a thought, or I don't know how to explain. It's hard to it. I don't explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, beautiful in its simplicity, narratively, uh, just yeah, great. Like great pacing, great relationships. Like the the, and that's it. And you invest in it. You invest in your character and the relationship that you build with yeah. the other character in the story. What mm-hmm. discovery. Um, and you know, and what builds within the game. Um. Yeah, how do I say it without in yeah, spoilers? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you you're simple, but you're 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 pushed and pulled around emotionally in this story, um, without very much actually happening directly, yeah. which is great. Like, and it's like what you were saying about um, uh, feeling kind of paranoid or thinking. Yeah, yeah. You, you 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 start filling in these blanks as mm-hmm. as as a player. Of, of what you think might happen based on previous experience with other games or because of the, the slight sort of things you're being fed in the game. Yeah. Like you're just suddenly thinking like about all this stuff that's happening in this world. That was, that was so interesting. I found myself even in complete stillness and nothing around me in the game world, having my heart racing, you know, yeah, wondering what was next well, or what was around yeah. the corner or what the next message was I was going to receive. It was. It was. It is a very difficult game to guess where it's going to go. Oh yeah, yeah it's totally. Push it out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was crazy, crazy excited about this game, and you know we talked about it at the end our last podcast, and kind of it was one of our most anticipated games of this yeah. year. So it's weird to have it already out. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Um, so I only played it last night because um, I was traveling, so I couldn't download it straight away. And played it all in uh, in one sitting. Well, one and a half sittings. So I had to <clears throat> take a break for a bit. Um, I have very complicated feelings about this game. I really did. Um, <laughs> I really loved it. I was a bit disappointed, and I was holding up very, very, very high. Like I, I expected it immediately. It's going to be one of my favorite games of all time, like without a doubt. Wow. Because yeah. um, that's how I was talking about it. It's been called one of the most important games ever made. Like the best writing in a video game, and all of this stuff. I actually thought, particularly at the beginning, I really didn't like the beginning of this game. Really don't like it. I don't like the first 10 minutes. And it's not the story that mm-hmm. they're giving. Um, and these aren't, these aren't spoilers because it's right at the beginning of the game. But you get a setup for why your character's going out there. And I liked the setup. I thought the setup was wonderful. But the way they give it to you are in these kind of like little glimpses of you doing some stuff as you're going there um, or first arriving. And then text, essentially, which comes up on the screen. Um, and then a lot of the text you don't get to pick what you where it's going you just suddenly goes orange with like a line under it and you press it and move on and then a couple of bits you get to pick what you'd say kind of thing or whatever yeah i really don't like it i thought it was a not that well written 
Mm-hmm. And B, I just thought it was such a lazy way to kind of give story. And particularly in a game that's that involving, like that's that beautiful and like you're reading stuff and you're picking things up. It's like, why wouldn't you give it to us like that? Why wouldn't you have him sitting in his thing, reading a journal, or writing in his journal and we're reading that? Or it's just something that felt part of the story. Yeah. Why would you have text yeah, yeah. come up on the screen like a fucking game? Yeah, it kind of takes you out of it in the, a yeah. little bit. It felt really rushed and just like, no, I thought that was not a great way to start it. Yeah. But then when you're in it, I love, yeah, I love the world. It wasn't quite as... Not open necessarily, but it just wasn't quite as interactive as I expected it yeah. to be. Um, I never found the turtle, which pissed me off because I love the turtle in the trailers. <laughs> I never found him. Found two. I found oh, two. Yeah. Um, I didn't like. I was kind of just playing it. I played it took me five hours, or whatever. I didn't really take a lot of time to wander around, but I feel mm. you do see most of it just being guided through the story. A lot, no, little, little, little nooks, but it's most of the areas, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I really love the progression. I didn't really... The other lady you're talking about, there's a problem I have in these kind of things. It's like, they presume... I get pissed off in a video game because you do have a lack of control. And they can presume that you like a character that they've written. I didn't really like the lady uh, that you're talking to um, yeah. from the other Firewatch. And they presume a lot that you do. And they presume that she's charming. And I was like, she's kind of annoying me, to be honest. And she's a bit of a bitch about certain things. And again, not to get into spoilers... I found it then frustrating because it's like I couldn't necessarily react the way I wanted to to certain events and a lot of leaps. There are a lot of things that they both do. I'm like, you would never do that. Ever, mm. ever do that. Like, that was yeah. just stupid. And then I really, I actually, I really love the ending and I really like how abrupt kind of the ending is in yeah. this beautifully soft way. I, what I didn't like, and again, we can't do this because I want to get spoilers, is, but like you were saying, it kind of, it, it the story builds and you don't know which way it's going to go and it's very smart about that because it makes you feel it does play on your presumption from other video games. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's going to get very video gamey. Yeah. And then it doesn't. But, which I think is great. I think that denial is fantastic. But in order to do that, to pull the wool over your eyes kind of like that and to kind of give you a more low-key, intimate ending, there's a character in the game. And again, I'm not doing spoilers, but hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about. There's a character in the game who has to do some incredibly video gamey things in order to get the ending that you want from the lead up. There's a character who, who you don't <laughs> see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was some very, very video gamey things. And I was just getting to the end and I was putting it together. And then I was like, oh, I really like how small the story really is. But in order for you to kind of usurp my expectations of how video gamey it was going to get, you had to kind of thwart that yourself by making the character do very video gamey things, which kind of yeah. ruined it a bit for me, to be honest. Um, See, so yeah, I came over very torn. Very torn. I also yeah. had some real hardware issues. It was frame rate was going like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I so the no. first run that I had, I played it twice through. I played it again the next day, which I can't really talk about the consequences of that. Yeah, without spoiling some bits. I, uh, but yeah, super glitchy first run. Yeah, it's weird because yeah. it's quite a simple game. I did a thing, and I was supposed to. It, it, I'll just say what it is. It just says collect wood. <laughs> you know and whatever i did it that would always pop up anytime i brought up my map it still say oh really and i was like great yeah, well that's stupid but other than that it was yeah bug testing felt a bit weird and framing was a bit yeah. weird but it just seemed weird because yeah it's a beautiful game but it's not yeah. taxingly beautiful it's just well designed um yeah, by ollie yeah. moss isn't it ollie moss. who's great um but no like absolutely if everyone should go and play this game um, I think it's a fantastic game. Very yeah. interesting game. I don't think it lives up to its potential, which uh, depressed me a little bit. Yeah. Um, Unravel, I played a couple of hours of really charming, beautiful little game. 
five to six, seven years ago, that would have been one of like this is one of the best indie games ever made. Now yeah. it's stuff we have stuff like The Witness, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like moved on a little bit, but it's gorgeous, very beautiful. Uh, Oxen Freeze, very interesting, very different, very cool, <coughs> lots of talking, um, in an interesting sort of setup, very peaceful, beautiful art style. Uh, the Witness, we'll do a separate podcast because we could go on for a long time. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, I've put maybe 40 hours into the Witness Whoa. and it's absolutely my favorite game in years um, and it wasn't for a long time you know and when I texted you I was like you gotta play this fucking game man because yeah. my emotions are all over the place because I've been angered I've been throwing pads across the room I'm pissed off because and it's an easy game to talk about spoilers with Witness other than okay. the ending I'm at a point where I can complete it whenever I want but once you complete it you can't go back and do the other puzzles so I want to clean up as much as I can there's right. 700 puzzles on the island yeah and a lot of them are crazy contextual environmental things. Um, and it's, it does everything it's trying to do perfectly. And so I you've gotten angry too. Huh? So you've gotten angry. I got very angry at the beginning. Because I got frustrated yesterday and then in my head I was thinking, I wonder if I'm going to go back to that. Because I had a moment, because like you playing with Katie, I've been playing with Bethany. Um, and, you know, we've been either helping each other through puzzles or alternating. Uh, and we were doing it yesterday, but then Bethany uh, was in the middle of something else and I was working along by myself and I just got stuck and I knew it was like the last step in like one of those sequences. Yep. And yeah, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and then, but, yeah. then I was, but then I felt bad because I was like, there's so many cool, beautiful things that are happening here and I really want to know what that's going to unlock. Yep. Uh, and then it made me feel bad. Well, there's a this thing, honestly... I mean, there's so much to talk about with this, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a game where... So when I started it, yeah, I, I was pissed off because this is a game that's taken me eight years to do. It's one of the smartest men working in video games. He's known as like a bit of a genius, uh, if albeit some people think he's a bit of an arsehole. Um, and he put all of his money into this game and risked it, and it's kind of a riff on Myst. Myst, however, had lots of different types of puzzles. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was playing, I was like, well, I'd like it to have different types of puzzles because essentially this is just like a maze puzzle. Essentially just, a, you know, it is a maze. That's all it is. Maze puzzle, 700 maze puzzles is what it is. Nate, I tell you. But he did the same thing with Braid. And what's brilliant about Jonathan Blow is with Braid, he took time travel. And then he thought, well, how far can I do that? How many places can I push that to? How can I explore every single element of that? And then somehow, beautifully, because the ending of Braid is fantastic. And we finished it again the day before when this came out but make it all tie into an emotional story that's very personal and means something and the witness is doing exactly the same thing it's like well the maze puzzle how far can i push that how many things can i do with that how many different ways can you look at that and different perspectives can you have on that aspect of a puzzle and have it all mean something have it all be a metaphor for something have it you know like like resonate in this way as you gradually yeah. put it together you understand more and more and more and it, it's it's incredibly affecting and i was pissed off initially because I was like, well, essentially, it's like how it's like making Sudoku puzzles and then putting them on a pretty island. And I was like, well, this is, that's all it is. And I was like, yeah, that's great, I guess. But like, but it's not. Every angle, every tree, every stone in that fucking island is there for a reason. And every one of them is there. So you look at it from a certain angle and things line up and different things line. Mm-hmm. The more hours you put in, the more you realize everything in there is reflecting something else going on again. There's no mistake on any part. There's nothing like everything is, there's no haphazardness, you know? Yeah. it's all planned out and the deeper you go the more you find and some of the puzzles like where he actually pushes it to it's fascinating and there's maybe two bullshit puzzles like two just like oh, fuck off like but the amount of times where i've been like that at that point where you're just like fuck you like what are you doing this is ridiculous mm. and i'm not talking about the regular puzzles i'm talking about when there's other stuff going on in the world around you to help you with the puzzle yeah 
but you go away and you figure it out because your brain keeps working on it and you come back and I sat on one no joke for five hours holy crap five hours like we were coming and going and like doing it but it was like five hours couldn't do it and I walked away and I started I said fuck this I'm gonna work on my screenplay because I'm wasting my time I worked on my screenplay for three hours went to the fridge to get a drink and it was still up on the TV and I'm not joking I just looked at it saw it immediately did it okay I was like what the fuck are you doing how do you do that and I was like you just I just looked at it and suddenly my perspective understood and there was one which oh, Katie had an idea for the environment that I had no idea about. And honestly, it's a game you need to play with one other person, I think. It's a game you mm. have to play with someone else because you need two inputs. Because doing it on my own, I would have given up probably. It's too frustrating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But getting two inputs, because it's all about perspective in literal ways as well as yeah. metaphysical ways. And it's fucking phenomenal. And I was frustrated at the beginning as well because I was like, well, I want to pick up more stuff. This is a beautiful island with just puzzles, but all I can interact with really are the puzzles. I can't pick up rocks like you could in Firewatch or something, you know? Yeah. I can't interact. Like, there's a little ledge there. Why can't I jump down that rock onto there? That's stupid. And I still sort of feel like that, but also you can't because there's a reason for that. Because if you could, you would break elements of the game which mean something to him, you know, yeah. from perspective. Um, you wouldn't see the world that you may, where you're meant to. And... I think I generally think it's an extraordinary game yeah. um, and I'll, it's a weird thing to call it a game because it's not it's like a I like how <laughs> if you look at your shadow I think it's the same guy yeah same character but designed differently yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, yeah there's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. which was cool awesome. and okay. I'm still like I said I haven't actually done the end so I don't have everything figured out yet there's an AV room which is fascinating yeah. but so what's beautiful about it is you can do any of it Nate like you can just go in this game and you can go and solve anything you want straight away but you won't because the game hasn't taught you how to do something. So if you actually hit a brick wall in this game, yeah. there's a reason for that. It's because you haven't gone to places that are going to teach you. And you can jump straight. And we did some where we just pushed through it. We just barreled through it. So like, we're going to fucking figure out what this symbol means because it won't tell you. There's nothing like you start the game. It's my dream. There's no HUD. There's no menu. You start it and you're in a tunnel. And that's it. And yeah. off you go. And nothing is ever explained to you at all. You just have to fucking figure it out. And you do a puzzle and it's like, oh, he just changed the rules. What the fuck did he just change? What does that mean? Yeah. You have to fucking figure it out. And if you're really struggling, you can power through it like we did. And then you'll come to a section which was actually the one that's meant to teach you what those new symbols mean or how they've changed those rules. And you feel like a god because you just get to this and you're just like, bam, 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 because you understand it all. Um, it's amazing, man. And it's the most satisfying experience I've had playing a video game. Probably ever. Yeah, well. right. And I'm going to play some more after this. Nice. Maybe I'll have to go home and play some more yeah. too. Um, so the witness. I bet I'm going to get home and recount your story about just seeing it and I'll get back to that puzzle and I won't see it at all. Yeah, <laughs> you're <a> fuck <laughs> this. Fuck you look at, So when you get, here's, here's a tip. Like when you get, like a couple of tips for the witness very quickly. When you get panels alongside each other going um, horizontally, yeah. they're going to teach you something. Yeah. Um, so find yeah, any of those that. first uh, to teach okay. you some basics. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, second one is use your phone take photos take photos of stuff around that you see that might help and take photos of puzzles don't be it's not cheating it's always how it's meant to be played and yeah. have a pad of paper and a pen like i just got to a point where it's like you cannot you can't do these ones without a pad and pen you have to draw it out and work it out yeah we even got to the point where i was cutting out the cubes on one puzzle and then we're pushing them around to figure out how you could do it fuck. when you get to like sun oh, um you just have to be that investor already Damn, uh, my brain hurts now. <laughs> yeah, and it made my brain really hurt. And afterwards, I felt amazing. I was like, wow, I haven't used the muscles in such a long time. <laughs> there you go. Witness, go buy it. Yeah. Very quickly, box office corner before we get out of here. Uh, we're on a weird day. 
we're just before the weekend. Deadpool's about to come out, but this is where it stands right now. Number 10, 13 hours, that Michael Bay film is, is yeah. right up there. Number nine, Ride Along 2, because we need one of those. Yeah. Number eight, Dirty Grandpa. Number seven, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I keep meaning, I want to go see that. PPZ. <laughs> Number six, <laughs> The Finest Hours. Number five, The Choice. What's that? Dunno. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number five, uh, sorry, number four, The Revenant. Number three, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Number two, The New Coen Brothers, Hail Caesar. And number one, Kung Fu Panda 3. Woo. That's the... That's Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, Tris. Um, we'll do predictions next time because we're at a weird point right now. So. Deadpool. is going to take top spot. Yeah. Deadpool number one. I don't know. Kung Fu Panda, I think, well, hold on. I think Deadpool will be number two. I think uh, that... Because Deadpool, don't forget, it's an R-rated Oh, film. yeah, that's right. I think mm, it'll not still, everyone can yeah. see it. Get your R out. Q. Q that's bananas. it. Anyone got something to add? We're happy. Nate? Nate, can you please show the class what you've been working on while we've been talking about the witness? <laughs> <laughs> you can hold it out to the camera. Can you hold it out to the camera, please? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, you can't do that. Uh, Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. <laughs> it's, it's the elephant, man. Sad story. Oh, my God, Nate. What's happened to you? Hey, Nate, if I was feeling hungry this weekend and I hadn't had any... I was in Vegas. ...ghost pepper today... Yeah, you're in Vegas. What do you see in Vegas, actually? That's a good point. I saw a tiny little independent uh, cover restaurant. And I say cover restaurant as a cover band. Yeah, you sent us a little photo of it here. Because it's mm. called Chengdu Taste. Chengdu. No, not Chengdu. Chengdu. Chengdu, Chengdu. Chengdu. Chengdu Taste. Chengdu. Uh, I sent this to Nate. He was not happy. Um, let me just sh- uh, share something that was written on the blurb <laughs> yes, here okay. that really caught my mind. It was, look for Chengdu's homegrown uh, specialities, um, one of which was... Diced rabbit with younger sister's secret sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys tried younger sister's secret sauce before? (laughs) (laughs) Do they have that at Changdu Taste in Alhambra? No? In in all seriousness, Katie's starting up a food podcast and she wants to go to Changdu Taste with you. I think we all have to go to Changdu Taste. What can you get there? I might want to try some of those mung bean noodles. <laughs> mung bean noodles. Can you take along the ghost pepper sauce that we used in the quiz and just like pour it on it because it's not hard enough? Oh, oh gosh. Thank you, not. Need you? Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening. You can follow us. Um, just go on iTunes, type in Geeks, type in We Are Tessellate. If you type in Geeks, we're a few down. So type in Tessellate, We Are Tessellate in podcast. Uh, we'll come right up. Please subscribe. Please rate us. We need... We don't need it. It would be nice. We don't need it. People need things in life. We don't need that. We want it. Yeah, we're not desperate. We, we just want it. you to join in it's on nice. the fun. Uh, exactly. And uh, then it just comes straight to your devices because you're subscribed. Uh, we're on YouTube. Just type in We Are Tessellate. Type in Geeks. You can watch the video for this because, yeah, you could watch the video. Um, we have plenty of other content on there. Just go to We Are Tessellate, all the social medias, and on URL for our official website. You can watch our uh, films because we make films um, and stuff like that. Uh <laughs> We're going to have a special 2015 quiz episode going up on Monday, I believe. My name's Mr. Al White on all social medias. You can play Xbox with me, PlayStation with me. Uh, go on my website, Mr. Al White. Alexander Chard is... Alexander Chard. Uh, yeah, that's my Twitter name. On gaming things, you can find me. I'm Rainbow Chard. Here you are. Uh, but I don't play many multiplayer games, so add me and I won't play anything with you. Perfect. So maybe Star Wars Battle. Yeah, it's Radley. Justin, it's, it's Radley. Yeah, it is. Nate Hurts, who's nearly died during this podcast. I think that ghost chili's coming out. Uh, if you want to see why <laughs> Nate is in this state, he won't be able to get up out of this Watch seat. our quiz on Monday. Nate, how can people contact you? Nate Hurts. <clears throat> they can go to com. 
jhcfilms.com. Thanks so much for listening to us. We appreciate your time, your effort. Uh, we did a little hug, apparently. Uh, I keep looking down, all I can see are your naked thighs. <laughs> naked I'm wearing ass. very short shorts. <laughs> very tight. Can you stand up so people can see your naked thighs? Woo! Geeks! Geeks! Geeks!